Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and I uh, hope you're having a great day today. Uh, I'm just back from vacation, and uh, I don't know about you, I enjoy taking a vacation uh, end of January into February. It's one of those times of years that just, um, I don't know if I get depressed, it's just... Uh, I think it's the weather, um, not having a lot of sunshine, cold temperatures, snow, ice, and everything along those lines where I live, and uh, just need a vacation, and so uh, family and I went south a little bit, and um, we just had a great time, and, and we're back, and uh, just getting back into the swing of things, and I don't know about you and the job that you have, but uh, getting back from vacation is always one of those things, it's like, why did I go on vacation? There's so much for me to do and get caught up on, and uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now, but uh, we hope you are doing well. And uh, you're getting uh, just moving closer to Jesus. Uh, that is our aim here at uh, Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. It's just, I just want you to grow closer to the Lord, uh, be able to have uh, a better walk, better understanding of things in uh, the scriptures. And uh, if you're new and you're just joining us uh, every week, uh, we try to be every Wednesday, which is for the most part we do every Wednesday. Uh, it's just Get out a, a 15 to 20 minute devotional, give you something to think about, uh, something hopefully to help you uh, in your walk with the Lord. And uh, if you ever have a question or any feedback, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can connect with us on Facebook at Guarding the Well. Uh, you could connect with us on uh, Podbean. You can leave us a comment and, and things like that. And we would love to hear from you. And so, uh, we hope that uh, you're doing well and that these uh, podcasts have been a, a blessing to you. And uh, we've been looking at a couple things lately. We've, we've looked at loneliness. We uh, looked at depression a little bit. Uh, next week, we're going to look at anxiety. But also the other week, uh, I talked to you about the words that we say, uh, that the words that we say can either do one of two things. It can build people up or it, they can tear people down. And the words that we say, the tone that we use, and even, even body language are really important in conveying the message that we have into the lives of other people. And our words are very, very powerful. They can do a lot of damage or they can do a lot of good. And I think most of us, if not all of us, have used our words for both. Even though we may not want to admit that we've used our words to tear people down, most of us have done that. And I was thinking about that and you know, on vacation give you gives you a little bit of time to think and your brain starts to function a little bit better. And I was thinking, well, we talked about the words that we say, but what do we do about the words that are said to us? What do we do? How do we respond to? How do we receive the words that are said to us by other people? And that got me thinking. And so I, I was just thinking, praying, um, and my mind went to the book of Proverbs. And in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6, we read this, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And it got my mind thinking on a couple things, because here's the deal. People say words to us every single day. It could be through a text message. It could be through a social media post. It could be uh, just in person, on a phone call, whatever the case may be. Somebody is going to use words to communicate to you every single day. And therein lies the problem. Because as we talked about a couple episodes ago, uh, our words can either build up or tear down. 
And not only have we said words that tear down or build people up, people have said words to us that either tear us down or build us up. I can remember throughout my life a lot of different times where people would just uh, use their words to, to tear me down. Maybe because of the speech impediment that I had, uh, because of um, different things that were going on in my life, that they would just use their words to uh, make fun of me, to mock me to ridicule me in one way or another. Uh, I can remember, um, actually years ago, there was um, somebody in the church, they came up to me and they said, you know, our, our church is dying. And it really wasn't. We had actually, uh, we were in a season of growth and people were coming. Uh, we had actually just had a family of eight. Yes, eight. Uh, they had six kids. Uh, they actually had triplets. Um, they, they were coming part of the church. And so, they were just trying to attack in one way or another to use that. Uh, but but they came up to me and said, you know, our, our church is dying. And I go, well, why is that? We have, we have all these new people coming and uh, growing in their walks with the Lord and, and things along those lines. And they said, uh, the church is dying because of the music that we sing. And I'm like, Okay, and so I, I didn't really understand that, but those were words that were said in the hopes of trying to uh, tear me down. But there's also other times where people use their words to say to us things that are encouraging. I can remember uh, being here at the church I pastored, probably only my second or third year, and I, I preached a sermon on David and Bathsheba, and I talked about you know, sins in the family that can be passed on and things along those lines. And I remember one of the the older ladies in the church coming up to me afterwards and just really encouraging me and thanking me for that sermon and that it was a, a, a good sermon that they and people in their family needed to hear. And that was, I still remember that. And that was over a decade ago because her words were so encouraging to me. And they lifted me up and, and just still encouraged me. Um, there's another lady uh, that she she's passed away, but I remember um, I was being an interim pastor at their church, and it was very small. The church ended up closing and everything along those lines, and her husband had been a pastor. And I was very, very new to all of this. And she wrote me a little note, just a couple of sentences that I, I still have that was just incredibly encouraging to me. But I was thinking, how do we receive the, the words that are said to us that are not encouraging? You know, the words that are hard, that are difficult, that are painful, um, that may be trying to tear us down, to destroy us. What do we do with those words? Because so often we don't receive those words properly. We don't handle those words properly. We don't process those words properly. And sometimes... If you're like me, you may respond in anger. You may respond in uh, just a, a, a snarky comment. Or you may take those words, go home and sit there and think about them for the next two days and just allow them to fester within your heart and your soul and to do even more damage. And so what do we do with the words that are said to us that are to tear us down? And that's why 
I read to you Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6. It says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. See, one of the things that we need to do when we hear words that are coming at us, that are hard and, and difficult, one of the ways that, that we need to process those words, how to receive those words, is to know the source. We need to know where those words are coming from, who they are coming from. In, in verse 6 here in Proverbs chapter 27, we have, it says, wounds from a friend, but then an enemy multiplies kisses. And so there's two sources there, a friend and an enemy. And when people are, are talking to us and giving us these words, we have to look at the source. We have to ask the question, okay, who is this that is speaking these words to me? Are they a friend? Are they a foe? Are they somebody that is godly or ungodly? We need to look at the source uh, in order to process the words properly. And so if a friend comes up to me, and I know that they're a friend, that they've been friends for a, a while, and they they share hard words to me, they, they bring something up that is hard and difficult, it doesn't take away the hardness or the difficulty of their words, but I know the source. I can go, okay, this person is, is a friend. They care about me. And then that enables me to receive their, their hard words a little bit better. Or another way I could say that is if, like my wife came up to me and said, you know what? You know, this is going on and, and, and this isn't good. And what you're saying here isn't good. And she gave hard words to me. I know the source. I know it is coming from somebody that cares for me, uh, that is looking out for me, that is not trying to destroy me, but actually try to build me up with hard words to point out those difficulties or their faults in my life. But the same is true if we looked at the source and go, you know what? This person really isn't a friend. They really don't care about me. Um, not, necessarily, not necessarily saying they're an enemy, but they really don't have a relationship with you, that they don't really talk to you all that much, or when they do talk to you, it's usually negative words. It's a complaint. It's a criticism. Or maybe you can look at them and go, you know what? I know this person isn't godly, and so I have to take what they say to me a little bit more cautiously because I know the source. And so how we process these hard words that are said to us is knowing the source, knowing who is saying it to us, and that helps us to receive these words properly or in a better light. But it's not just knowing the source that these words are coming from. We also have to take the words that they say to us and ask this question. Do they line up with Scripture? Because as Christians, we want to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We want to grow and become more mature in Christ. We want to be more like Christ. And so sometimes we need hard words that are said to us. We need somebody to, you know, slap us in the back of the head, if you would, uh, in a loving in a loving manner, of course. And we need to look at the things that are said to us and go, okay, does this line up with Scripture? Is what they're telling me true, or is it just coming from their own personal opinion? Uh, to go back to um, the example I gave you when, when somebody told me that the church was dying because of the music that we were singing. Uh, they didn't like the music we were singing, and they didn't like that um, I had the words up on a screen. And the, the church never really had a, a projector and a screen uh, before I came, became the pastor. And I, I Put that together. And there's one elderly man, he loved it. He goes, I can finally read the verses. He couldn't see really well. And so, you know, 
the the pew bibles and such they're just too small of print and so when i put the the words up on the screen he goes i love it i can actually see it but other people they didn't like the music and they didn't like that it was up on a screen and not being sung out of a hymnal which that could your personal opinion perfectly fine but when they said to me that the church is dying because of the music that we are singing i'm going you know what that doesn't line up with scripture you know, the songs that we were singing, they, they were not unbiblical or anything along those lines. It was just their personal opinion. They just didn't like the, the song. They didn't like the fact that there was up on the screen. And and in my mind, I'm going, okay, uh, they can have that personal opinion. That's perfectly fine. But what they're saying to me does not line up with Scripture. And so because it doesn't line up with Scripture, what we have to do is we have to take those words and we have to get rid of them. Because if we allow those hard words that aren't true, that are not aligned with Scripture, to float around in our head, to float around in our heart, what's going to happen is they're going to grab hold of us and they're going to just kind of fester and grow within us. And it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to lead to something that is beneficial. And so to process the words that are said to us, we look at them, okay, who is the source? What they're saying lining up with Scripture. But then there's another thing, and we also, we often forget about this, and we don't do this. And I do, I'm good at this. We need to look at what is being said to us and ask the question, is it true? Now, we often fight against people when they give us hard words. And I'm sure you've been there. I'm sure that you've had somebody give you hard words, a difficult word, and your immediate, immediate response is, no, that's not true. I didn't do that. I don't say that. And then 20 minutes later, you're sitting there thinking, going, you know what? They're right. And I just kind of flew off the handle because I just wanted to defend myself. I'm really good at that. And so this is why this part is really important to me. We have to look at what is said to us and ask, is there any truth in it? And this could come from somebody that is godly or ungodly, because God will use uh, believers to speak into our lives, but he'll also use unbelievers to speak into our lives. And often, oftentimes we will neglect the unbelievers that are trying to speak into our lives, thinking that God won't use them or, or can't use them to speak into our lives. And the fact of the matter is, he can and he does. And so when somebody, whether they're godly or ungodly, whether they're a believer or not, speaks into our lives, speaks something that is hard or painful or difficult, we have to ask the question, is what they're saying true? Because sometimes what they're saying is true. Now, they may not be saying it in a good manner. They may not be saying it in a proper manner. Uh, they may be coming at you to attack you and to tear you down. But what they're saying is actually true. And what we need to do is look at those words and go, you know what? They're true. Or maybe part of it is true. And if those words are true, then you know what we need to do? We need to repent. We need to seek forgiveness from them, from the Lord. Uh, we need to see how we could uh, strengthen that weak area of our lives. Maybe uh, we'll need to reconcile or maybe we need to... Uh, men broken fences because of something that we did that maybe we didn't realize. And so these hard words are often said to us, but if we are able to receive them properly, that we're able to process them properly, you know what can happen? 
God will use those hard words in our life to build us up. Because hard words oftentimes produce a soft heart. And God will use those hard words to soften us and make us more pliable, better able to be shaped by him and more into his image. But we need to submit to the Lord. We need to submit to his His way of communicating with us and giving us those hard words. And maybe you've been in that spot. Maybe somebody has been giving you some hard words and you're just... You're angry at them. You're angry at what they're saying and what they're doing, and you're fighting against it. You may not be just fighting against them. You may just be fighting against the Lord and what he's trying to get across to you. Hard words, difficult words, painful words are never fun. They're never easy to receive, but they can be beneficial in our walk with the Lord. So how are you handling the words that are being said to you, not just the words that you are saying? Are you looking at the source that they're coming from? Are you asking, or do those words line up with Scripture? And if they do, what are you doing with it in light of that? Are you looking at the words going, is there any truth in what they're saying about me? And if there is a truth in it, well, maybe you need to be looking at those blind spots in your life. Because other people are able to see our blind spots that we can't see. That's why they're called blind spots. My wife sees the blind spots in me. My kids see the blind spots in me. I've, you know, I have four kids and oftentimes they'll say things and go, you know what? You're right. I didn't see that. I, I didn't realize I was doing, doing that that way or, or saying it that way. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's hard to... It's hard when your kid points out faults, um, and it's difficult. But if we receive it properly and process it, the Lord will use those hard words to grow us, to mature us, maybe even give us an opportunity to love one another and show them the grace and the forgiveness and compassion of Christ. And so hopefully this will give you something to think about. How are the words that you are saying to other people? But at the same time, how are you receiving the words that other people are saying? Are you trying to process them and receive them in a way that will grow you and mature you more into the image of Christ? I hope so, because that's something that God wants from us and for us. And so we hope that you have a great day, and hopefully uh, you're growing in in your walk with the Lord. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, and um, we hope you have a great day. You take care.